Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Open Gym. In today's episode, our guest, Martin San Juan, welcomes us into his family at San Juan. Martin talks about his journey in creating a fashion brand, his inspiration, and even gives key advice to anyone who wants to follow a path similar to his. Martin's a real genuine and down-to-earth person. Throughout this, I know I made a good friend. I'm really excited to present this episode to everyone, so let's get it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Open Gym. Our guest today is the one and only Martin San Juan. Yes, sir. I'm excited to get this show on the road, so let me just start with the first question. Martin, who are you? What do you do, and where are you from? Let's see. Who, Martin? That's such a tough question. Um, <laughs> I'll start off with the easy ones. Um, yeah, I'm Martin. Um, I'm currently a college student. I go to Cal State Fullerton studying marketing. Um, what I do, uh, I work on the side as a super boring job, data entry. I work, at, I work in front of a computer the whole morning from 6 to 12. And after that is when, you know, the fun starts. Yeah. Um, I run a clothing brand called San Juan. Um, but I didn't want to limit myself to only clothes because me personally, I think, not to ramble on, ramble on but um, at the end of the day, they're just clothes, you know. So I kind of want to do more than clothes. Like I, I want to expand i don't want to limit myself to that and i also want to show people like you don't have to limit yourself to one thing so um on the side i do graphic design i'm currently working on a couple projects with um some friends working on a magazine um honestly just anything that has to do with ideas like throwing events as well yeah um i just threw one earlier this year a little photography exhibit um but yeah so that's kind of what i do it's just I guess I wouldn't say I, I don't like the word creative because like I feel like everyone's creative. Yeah. Like it's not special. I don't think you're special just because because everyone can create. Like everyone's creative. Yeah. But me personally, I just like I like bringing ideas come to life. So it's a little introduction. Yeah, I definitely feel like there's a certain amount of pressure when you are labeled as a creative. Yeah. Beginning, I was like, oh, I have to call myself creative. But then I realized, like, dude, this kind of like kind of I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's like you're tooting your own horn. Yeah, exactly. Um, all right, so you mentioned you go to Cal State Fullerton mm-hmm. um, and you do marketing. Is there any reason you didn't study fashion? or? Um, me personally, uh, I think it was, it was a, because of my parents. Um, like if I'm being like straight up honest, like fashion to them. I'm not saying they don't support um, anything I do, but it's just like at the end of the day, um, a business degree has a better chance of sustaining a family than a fashion degree, if that makes sense. So um, definitely wanted to play it safe with that one. And then but that didn't hold me back from learning about fashion or learning about other things on the side. Cause I feel like you could definitely learn those things outside of fashion school or like a fashion, de- fashion degree. And um, yeah, other than fashion, like I'm genuinely into business itself. So it was a, actual interest of mine so marketing was probably the best choice out of all the business things because finance I'm not really good at math I could talk like I could talk I don't know if you can tell but I like talking I like talking to people so I was like marketing is probably my best route so yeah definitely so speaking about your parents how supportive are they with the brand that you've created um starting because it just started last year so it, it was just kind of like a a side thing to me it still is but to them, it was just like a hobby. Okay. But, um, you know, recently as 
the brand grew or like the business grew they I, i've been trying to i've been proving them more a little bit so they're kind of opening their eyes and seeing the opportunities that this carries that it's not just the hobby it's not just a for fun type of thing that it could yeah. actually provide money it could provide um like a stable income if i work hard enough so that's something that they're starting to grow into but yeah, no matter what, my parents have been super supportive, never doubted me or anything. So I thank them for that. That's sweet. Um, so I know the brand came into fruition in 2019. And after going through the San Juan website, I've noticed that most of your items are usually sold out, which makes me believe that you've been going through a tremendous amount of success. And I just wanted to ask, is that always been the case for San Juan? Uh, that's just super, to be honest, that's super recent. Like I, that's all this year. Last year, it's okay. So, um, it started twenty nine January twenty nineteen, San Juan itself, and then I dropped a couple of pieces until like May, and then after that, because it was still a side project to me, I wasn't taking it seriously. Yeah. But then, it wasn't. I lost money. Like I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I was doing. I wasn't really focused onto it. Yeah. But it the idea was there. Um. So from May to. I took like a year break. People were saying like, oh, how's your business? I'd be like, oh, I'm just taking a little break. I, I never knew I was going to come back. But what's actually funny, the reason I came back to it was because um, one of my friends, like, you know how your friends like roast each other and stuff? Like, yeah. You get in each other's heads. So like, he was like, hey, so how's San Juan doing? Knowing that I I, I had no intentions of going back to it. Yeah. So I was like, dang, bro. So I have to prove this guy wrong. So uh yeah it lo- it's funny because it started from that like i was like dude i need to show him like and I, i'm com- I, I can get competitive so like dude i need to show him and i need to show people that like i can be about this so may may 2020 was when i kind of started the started it up again and i kind of took a different direction and put more thought into it put more money into it and i, th- I, j- I just came in more genuine and um yeah it's been paying off praise god so yeah, started good, off yeah. with shorts and then this new collection. So, yeah. So throughout our conversations, you've mentioned that San Juan started off as a hobby for yourself. However, during high school or even prior to that, did you ever think I want to own a fashion brand or I want to step into the fashion industry? Um, yeah, in high school, I had I tried running a brand with one of my friends. But it was more like a money grab, like, oh, dude, let's slap this on the hoodie. We're gonna okay. make people, but like, this is dope. Blah, blah blah blah. It wasn't. I think in high school, it's really hard to. Like, you're still you're still finding yourself. If that makes sense. Like, you really don't know much. Yeah. Like, I still don't know much, but like in high school, you know less. If that makes sense. Um, but growing up, uh, I owe a lot of my interest to fashion to my brother and sister, because we came from the Philippines, right? So we had like. I personally had no sense of style. I was like five or six. I was wearing like cargo shorts and everything. <laughs> and, but then, um, yeah. So they were super influenced by like hip hop music, um, black culture, like just hip hop in general. And, um, yeah, I owe a lot to that culture. I owe a lot to that genre, um, because of them. Cause I saw that, Oh yeah. My brother was walk- rocking. Like that was the time when it was like three XL t-shirts, like soldier boy. <laughs> Yeah, that was definitely that pro club era, huh? Exactly. Yeah, I just like I asked, I'd borrow his shirts, and I, I have it all baggy. I'd have my fitted, I have with the sticker still on. Like, oh so that's yeah, really, that's really where it started. And from there, 
I kind of just watched them dress and I'd I'd pick what I'd like from what they like and then eventually I I found to I found my own style I found what I like um and yeah pretty much it just became a passion of mine cool so I'm gonna go into my next question I know in the about page for San Juan it states that your inspiration comes from family however can you go into a little more detail about the creative process on creating new collections or new garments um so coming into san juan like a new a new direction compared to last year i wanted to i was still searching my identity as a brand and also as like a person and i was trying to figure out because everyone has their every successful brand or a successful like artist has their own like identity if that makes sense like yeah when you think of like virgil abloh you'd know like you know what he's known for. If you think of Kanye West, you know what he's known for, like, you know what their identity. So that's what I was kind of looking for. Um, Yeah. It took me a while to be honest, but then it was in front of me the whole time. San Juan, the name of the brand is my last name. I chose it because like, um, I know Hispanics are similar too, but as Filipinos, like family is legit everything. Yeah. And it's not even like trying to sound cheesy or anything. Like, it's just how I was raised. Like my family is a lot a big part of my life especially growing up because like again like as Im- as immigrants like we were we were my siblings and I were our only friends like we didn't have much we were just inside the house the whole time just playing like making music videos so I really owe a lot to my family and I get a lot of inspiration from trips that we've done or like just stories in general so with each collection I try to connect it to my life in some way uh, like the first collection, the national championship was, um, since it was summer, I don't know if you read it, but since it was summer, um, growing up every summer meant like basketball camp for me. Yeah. And like my parents would take me to basketball camp like every day. And then, so I kind of did my own twists on the basketball shorts, did that. And then the next collection denim dreams was like an actual, was based off an actual dream that I had that everyone was wearing denim. I know it was, it's kind of stupid, but like, it's a part of my life. It's a part of my story. And I feel yeah. like as long as I, I'm keeping it genuine, like that's all that matters, whether people like it or not. Like I'm not going to slap something on a shirt just because I feel like people are going to buy it, if that makes yeah. sense. And then from there, um, clothing wise, I kind of just, I like a lot of different things. It's really depends on like, I don't know. It's just, I don't have one specific style, if that makes sense. So whatever I'm feeling for that, um, like for this, for the denim dreams, I was obviously it's denim. So it was like, I was trying to think of hats, but it was like, Oh, has there ever been like denim hats? I'm pretty sure there has, but it's been a while if there yeah. has been. So I kind of did my own twist on that. So the whole creative process story-wise is always based on the family story. And then, but like clothing wise, it's super, like, I don't have one particular recipe for it. Like it's really just spontaneous. Yeah. No, well, you definitely did snap on the Denim Dreams collection, bro. Um, Thank you. Now that we've talked about your creative process, let's jump over to the business side and talk about your business process, your business routines, and your daily routines when running a business. What does all this look like for you? Um, to be honest, business-wise, I'm still learning. Like... I'm still young. I'm still going to school for this. Like I still don't know a lot, Yeah. but I've definitely learned from my mistakes. Like last year 
I didn't know how to properly price things. I didn't know how to charge for shipping, like how, the right amount of shipping. So um, definitely was a learning experience last year, even if I lost money, like you learn from those mistakes. Um, but business-wise, it's, um, yeah, I do everything alone. So it's kind of hard. I'm on YouTube a lot if I have questions or like Google. Yeah. Um, but yeah, business-wise, it's just, to me, I, to me right now, it's pretty simple. I get stuff done. Um, I just try. I source it from downtown LA. Most of my blanks. Um, trying to get into cutting so soon, but um, yeah, I get screen printed locally. I get embroidered locally to also support local businesses. Um, so yeah, finding the balance is pretty tough. But um, I think right now, since I don't have many items, like I've been able to do that fairly well. Uh, it's going to be a challenge once I start like dropping collections with a lot of pieces. Um, but for now. Uh, it's going pretty well. Which is good. So when you get home from work, do you jump straight into business or do you take some time to relax and just chill? What does this look like for you? Yeah, like today. Oh, that's usually during um, like drop days or restock days. Like last week, I restocked the hats um, on Friday. Uh, so the weekend, I took it off. Um, and then Monday, Tuesday, packed and processed like over 200 orders. And then Wednesday, um, shipped out the first batch. Thursday, shipped out the second. And just today, I shipped out the third. So it's kind of like planning it. That's Those are the busy days, the busy weeks, is like right after something drops or right after something restocks. Yeah. But when I'm not, when like right now, everything's like nothing's really for sale on the site because I don't have inventory right now after the drop. Um, a day to day after that is usually just um, like planning future things like planning posts, like basic stuff, to be honest, like planning future collections. Like right now, um, been designing the next collection and then planning the lookbook for it. And then also doing a short film for that. And then also a lot of advertisement. Like I'm on, when I'm on Instagram, I really just kind of hear like free game right now. Like what I do <laughs> that, that I found out works is like, so I find a brand that I feel like has a similar demographic as me and then bro click on their tag posts okay like all their stuff people wear i just go down that thing and like 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 yeah. and then like because when someone that when an account that you don't know likes your picture you're gonna look at their profile right yeah yeah so these people are uh, <laughs> look at my profile and if they, i hopefully if they like it they'll follow or do something so to be honest that's been working so hey that's smart man I I've never learned that in class. <laughs> <laughs> they don't teach that at school. But it could just get CD. I usually do it when I have like free time or on just Instagram. But um, yeah, I feel like if you do that enough, it it, it brings some foot traffic to your um, business. Um, so are you running the business by yourself or do you have some help? I got my family's hands to help me out. Like it's hard to pack things that, like all by yourself to be honest. So like, when they when they're free i'm like hey can you, you think you could help pack some boxes and stuff so yeah. they're supported enough they're super helpful i'm thankful for that but yeah other than that it's just that's pretty much it so you run a business you work you go to school you pretty much do it all how do you juggle all the time and manage the stress that comes with it all mm, i think one thing that i like to do is um i try to i try the keywords try but i try to stay organized um, I have a to-do list that I do every day or like that I write down. 
Um, so yeah, if you look at my to-do list, like it's just a bunch of random stuff, but um, I keep that to stay in track of what I have to do so I don't forget things. But yeah, it could be stressful. Uh, personally, uh, like I, I find myself like, I, I, I'm the type to like stress out easily. So it, it can get hard for me, but one thing you said, what helps me to yeah. cope with the stress? Definitely. All right, sorry if I mentioned my family a lot, but like, no, it's, fine. It's, it's just the truth, bro. Like, <laughs> like when me and my family are just chilling. Like, I'm not even trying to sound like a sap or like, cause like, I feel like some people say that as like to make them sound good, but like, yeah. it, it's just genuinely like my life. Like they're a big part of my life. So especially since quarantine, like we're all just home a lot. So um, if I'm stressed, like we just hang out or like we just take a walk outside in the cul-de-sac where we're from. Um, and then also a big part is um, my faith. Like, um, I don't know, everyone's religious and everything, but yeah. uh, me personally, um, as growing up Catholic, I owe a lot to the religion itself and just my relationship with God. Um, yeah, when things are stressed, I have that. I have my family. I have my faith. Those are really the two main things. Um, priority wise, um, family first. And then my problem is I always put myself last, if that makes sense. So that's kind of why yeah. um, I catch myself burning out sometimes. Not even like saying like, oh, I have so much to do. Like, not even like that. But it's just things can get like, I just kind of forget to take care of yourself. And I think that's what a lot of people forget sometimes, especially um, people, like artists or like just anyone in general. Like they totally forget that oh, you have to take care of yourself first. Um, so that's one thing I still try to work on, but priority wise, um, priority wise, it's really a family, school, work, and then everything else. Okay. So if you were to give anybody advice on juggling life, business, just someone starting off, what would you give them? Um, get um, a solid support system, um, whether it's, it doesn't even have to be your family, to be honest, but like your friends. I feel like it helps having a support system because it's hard to really do this and then feel like you're alone. Like if you, if I didn't have anyone to go reach out to when I'm like struggling or stressing, like I'd just be a lot harder on me. Yeah. But um, yeah, definitely find, you don't even have to find, but like reach out to reach out to, don't be afraid to reach out to people basically is what I'm saying. And also like what I was, what I was saying, don't forget to take care of yourself first. Like at the end of the day, like we have to take care of ourselves no matter what. So like, don't forget that. Yeah. Um, those are pretty much it. Just the two basic advice. What do you do to take care of yourself? Um, definitely just take a break from social media in general, like your phone, like that, that stuff can get toxic to be honest. Like yeah. a lot of comparing goes on, especially like, Oh, his is way better than mine. And then a lot of self doubt, at least a lot of self doubt. And that just leads to a lot of like, um, a lot of overthinking, a lot of like mental health issues. So it's just best to take a break from that in general. Um, what I also like to do is go out, like really go outside, to be honest, especially during quarantine or like the situation we're in right now. It's, it's nice to take walks. Um, I try to take one every day, whether a run or a walk. Um, what else do I do to take care of myself? Um, I don't know, just realizing, just putting yourself, like, if you're tired, like, sometimes it's okay to actually rest. 
like I know yeah you got to grind it out sometimes but me personally I feel like you need to rest sometimes so yeah it's pretty much it so you did mention that you doubt yourself at times for example when you mentioned that you look at other companies instagrams and think their product is better than yours when you do have those thoughts what do you do to overcome that doubt that's like legit my biggest like uh flaw that mean like that that's one thing i struggle with the most especially if you ask like some of my closest friends like because i vent to them about it like oh bro like not it's not even that like i'm jealous of theirs because like um me personally like, i i i'm super supportive like i like seeing people win especially my friends I like people around me i like seeing them win but then i also that also makes me like have self-doubt but then um i don't know as you get older and then as you kind of reflect on it more it's really i don't think it's worth it to doubt yourself just because someone else is succeeding yeah. um everyone i always try to remind myself everyone has their own path everyone has their own timeline so you really can't compare your life to someone else's because it just might not be your time and that just might might not be right for you at the moment so there's really no need to bring yourself down because of that i think that's some really good advice but it's probably the easiest to forget so when you were starting off did you have any fears of failing or any fears of what your immediate circle might think yeah definitely because um there's a lot of pressure is uh, like i said earlier um i'm the only one in my family that isn't in the medical field so kind of like a lot of eyes on me because like i'm not going to be a nurse like my sister like doctors or nurses like my parents as well so there's a lot of pressure also no one likes failing so yeah <laughs> um, I, really, I, I, I didn't want to do that but yeah i was definitely scared of um the outcomes or i also before i'm kind of a little better about it now but before i actually like i really cared about what people think and i feel like that's why my stuff last year didn't too didn't do too well was because like i was making it for people i was like oh i wonder like i'll do this i, I was like oh people will probably like this if i do this or, like people like this part of the hoodie if i do that but then um at that point is you're not really creating for yourself you're creating for other people yeah so um yeah i had to learn to not really care about what other people think so yeah so i'm gonna jump into a touchy subject which is pricing i know there's a lot of factors to it but can you go into a little more detail about how you price your products mm -hmm. honestly i can't i can't go like I don't drop the numbers. Yeah, we don't need we don't need the numbers. <laughs> I was like, do you want to know my costs? No, I don't want your financials. <laughs> <laughs> but um, pricing, like I said, it's really just learning as you go. And then um, I also ask other people. I reached out to other people that have kind of like their own brands or like just other business people I know, like my uncle who who's always been a businessman since like the get go. Um, I reached out to them. I asked questions like, "Hey, do you think this is fair?" Do you, should I raise it up? Should I make it lower? Because that's like I genuinely want to keep it affordable, but also making profit at the same time. Yeah. Because like, like me growing up, like I was never the type to like blow a bag on clothes, even if it was dope. Like I've always want, I've always attracted to the more affordable stuff, like looking dope, but like at a at a budget. If that means falling yeah. on a budget. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, I I didn't want to overprice my stuff. So. 
that's kind of the gist of it. Just trying to find the balance of um, keeping it fair for consumers, but then also thinking about my business in general for it to be able to grow. I still need to make profit. Sorry. I, I can't like, I'm not very good at like business jargon, if that makes sense. Like oh, yeah. good, like business talk, talk. I could talk, but like business talk, I get, I still have a lot to learn. So you've mentioned that you lost money when you initially started San Juan, but can you tell us what you've learned from that experience and what you're doing differently now, as opposed to what you were doing last year? Yeah. First of all, I was, Anyone that hit me up for free stuff, I'd give it to them. Especially like on Instagram, like there's these like, there's those like people that have like public figure under their All thing right, and yeah. they have like over like, they have like 2,000 followers and they DM me like, hey, like send me free stuff. And I thought that was, I was like, oh my gosh, they have 2,000 followers. I got to send it out. <laughs> so I was just like giving out merchandise to anyone that like has some sort of following um, and they wouldn't always wear it. So it's kind of just like, ah. I was more focused on attention and I was more t focused on bringing eyes on the business before the business itself. Yeah. But I kind of learned um, the product has to sell itself at the end of the day. You could only do so much with marketing. The product has to be good. Um, and also like since a lot of people, like a lot of people ask for free stuff, especially on Instagram. Um, I 99% I, of the time I say no. Cause like, I don't know, I, I work now. hard for that. I work for it. <laughs> What's up now? Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, I worked for hard for it. So like, why, sh like, why are they going to get it for free? If that makes exactly. sense. Um, so yeah, I'd rather sell it to someone that does, that has zero followers and make 15 bucks than give it to someone who's just wants free stuff. If that makes yeah. Sense. But, yeah. So I guess, yeah, your main answer is just no free stuff now. Like, I'm glad. I mean, if it's like uh, LeBron James hitting me up, I'll be like, sure. Yeah, take it. <laughs> it really depends on the situation and the person. But uh, most of the time, it's a no. So speaking on the subject, I feel like people get caught up on the amount of followers they have. But if you have 50 followers and they're all following you for a genuine reason, like they like your product, then I think you're well off with 50 followers. But I don't know. That's just my opinion. I'm telling you, followers don't really... That's kind of like what's bad about today and like social media and just like generation. Like, I feel like they care too much about that. Yeah. I don't know. Just, I think it's, it's just the number if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like what you said, you could have 50 followers and all 50 of them purchase something and then have like 3000 and only like 20. So are your friends supportive when they reach out to you? Do they genuinely want to support the brand? Or are they expecting a special treatment or free stuff? Oh no, I make I make sure. No, but um, <laughs> I can't even remember. But which is good. So most of them, like my close friends, like my best my best friends, yeah, they're they're super supportive. Always, um, always pay full price. Never ask for anything, which is good. Yeah, I give them free stuff if I have extra like samples that I, I don't release. But that's pretty much it. That's good. How important is it for you to run a good business? I know with my encounters with the brand, I'm not just saying this because you're a guest on the show, but it was a great experience. Um, I purchased a hat. We had a problem with it. I didn't even know we had a problem, but you reached out to me and you told me, hey, I fixed a problem and I got the hat the next day. So it really shows what kind of business you run. Yeah, bro. I, no, I, stress, like, I get super stressed out about that stuff because like, 
you like my name is on the line the business is on the line like if one person's unhappy about it like yeah but i know like when like the bigger brands like there's going to be a lot more complaints and stuff but like right now since i'm a small business like it's kind of my job like i can't be slacking if that makes sense with customer service because like that's not like thousands of people or like hundreds of thousands of customers definitely um so i guess what would you say is one of your keys to success and drop the bomb <laughs> success. um more free game please no i said it earlier to be honest but uh i learned or like i've seen it i've seen results but if you really keep it genuine like if you re- like people see people can see fake like if that makes yeah. sense like people can see if you if you're doing this for a money grab people can see if you're not really about it but if you i've learned if you really stay true to yourself you keep it genuine you do what you do and work hard on it like those i know everyone's heard those things it's kind of like cheesy repetitive cliche but like it's true like it really works um so yeah i i just a key to success is not losing yourself if that makes sense cuz success is different for everyone me success is just like it's not what other people see as success it's not really the people with the most money if that makes sense yeah but um yeah as long as you're doing what you're doing uh, doing what you love doing it, working hard keeping a genuine life you you'll go far enough all right that's cool i mean yeah i, I feel like you're the second person who told me that like if you're being genuine people are going to buy your stuff I know you've mentioned that you've reached out to people and asked for advice, but how important are connections in everything that you're doing currently? Um, definitely, honestly, super important, <laughs> especially if you're if you're starting to grow. Um, connections are, I'm not going to say everything because other things are important too, but it's it's a big part of growth. It's a big part of bringing your whatever it is whether it's a business or your platform from like point a to point b because like when you have a business you everyone starts off with like their local like family friends and everyone that lives around them but once you max that out that's where a lot of businesses fall or like starting clothing brands fall is when the local and family and friends stop like how do they get to other people in like other states or like people that are not in the area people that don't know who they are so connections are definitely um, important because like it gets it gets you out there, and like you make a good connection with one person, they'll talk about you to their friends, to their friends. So it's a lot of word of mouth as well. So then that's also why um, I like to surround myself around other. Not even that I only surround myself with talented people, but um, I've learned that a lot, like a lot of my friends are talented. A lot of them are gifted, whether it's like music, um, they have their own clothing brands, artists, graphic designers, um, photographers, videographers. um, Yeah, just legit everything. Um, Models as well. So it's like, it's crazy because that's what I like about that community. Because like if you, let's say I have a photo shoot, I'll invite two models, I'll invite a photographer, a videographer, a stylist. And then they post that on theirs. Other people see it. So it's just like, it's like, it's like a web, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, like a food web. And then it just reaches out. And then um, social media wise connections. Um, I reach out to people if I like genuinely like mess with their stuff. Like if I think 
they're super dope. Like I'll reach out like, Hey, like that's super dope. Like I don't even expect the follow back. Like I just, I, I just want them to know, like just establishing, establishing a connection, but I'm not doing that to just anyone that has like a following. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, that's like I said, like only if I actually like their stuff. Cause then at that point you're just kind of like clout chasing if you're doing that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Connections are super, super important. So we've mentioned how important and how crucial word of mouth and connections are. So my next question, it's just a fun question for me. Um, We want to see how far those connections have taken you. What is the craziest place that you've had to ship an order to? All right. I have two answers. One of them was uh, New Zealand. Oh, shit. Dude, crazy, right? So I shipped to New Zealand um, probably the first drop. And I was like, dude, damn. I've heard of New Zealand, but I actually don't know where it is. Like, if you ask me. I'd be like, I, I don't know. And then one I didn't ship to, but I had someone ask me. I didn't they it was from Afghanistan, bro. <laughs> I got I got a DM and they're like, you ship to Afghanistan. I was like, I don't even know. But um <laughs> I said I said yeah. I, I tried to find a way. Um, but they never replied. So but yeah, that was I was like, dang. Yeah. I, I didn't know they have Afghan they, they don't have Insta I didn't know they had Instagram over there. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> but yeah um so do you know the person that bought it from new zealand mm-hmm. like you don't know anyone in new zealand no bro. that's crazy I, no that's the best feeling like whenever i'm packaging something and i don't know the person like it's a good feeling sweet yeah i mean it may, i'm pretty sure it makes you proud definitely small wins um, yeah no it's not small you're in a different country a man's international <laughs> worldwide <laughs> mr worldwide <laughs> 305 my next question is one where you could really sell yourself to the audience i know san juan came about as a hobby but why did you start san juan um yeah i guess i didn't really say why i started it um like i said i started last year during community college and i said community college was like rough like it for me it was a rough time like i dealt with a lot of like personal issues like a lot of personal battles and um yeah it's just so dry that's what i hated about community college like it's a commuter school obviously so everyone just goes to class and then goes home like no one cares about socializing or like joining clubs or anything like that so from there i was like i need to do something with my life like i can't just be doing this because it feels like high school all over again yeah so then um yeah i was thinking what do i like to do and i was like oh i like clothes so it, it really started off with that. Like it was me as, as a personal project. And then from there it started off, um, it, w- it became a business. Um, and then fast forward to now, why I do it after learning um, more about the business and how to, you know, start to properly run it and grow. Um, why I do this is um, there's a lot of reasons, but to name a few, um, one is like i said it's a personal thing um i like pushing myself to i like setting goals for myself and i like pushing myself to my limits so if i um i yeah i doubt myself but i also see in myself like not even in like a boastful way but i see i know that i'm capable of what i could do and i feel like i could push this pretty far so i kind of just want to see where i take it so that's kind of one of the reasons why another reason why is um, I've mentioned a lot this, this interview, but my family as well, I want to make them proud. Um, 
the last name San Juan. I want people to remember that my like yeah. it's who I am. It's who my family are. Who my family is. I want that to be remembered. And it's also, uh, like I said, it's it's on the. I I wrote it on the website too, but it's so. Like I said, it's about a lot of the collections are based off stories, family things, um, and I like I kind of want just I don't honestly just want at least one person to relate to the story. Like okay, that's all, that's all that I ask. I just want it to be relatable. I want it to be out there for people who are searching. Like for me, um, there were brands that I looked up to, or just uh, creative things that I looked looked up to during community college life that inspired me to r- run to start my brand. So I kind of want to, you know do my part and inspire anyone else if that makes sense yeah no definitely um where do you see yourself and the brand in five years um let's see hopefully i see myself not doing my current job right now that data entry stuff it's that Um, bad i mean it pays the bills (laughs) but like it's just so boring dude i can't do it like i've been working from home now since like um, the lockdown and stuff. So I just have my, the, the, my work compu- computer at home. I legit wake up, get up and just start like, start grinding. I can't, yeah, I can't do that five years from now. So five years from now, not that. Um, but hopefully the brand has grown to bigger than I think now. Um, personally, five years, personal goals. Um, I've always wanted to land a job with Nike. Like that's always been a childhood dream. Yeah. Whether it happens or not, like I'm happy, but that's definitely a goal of mine. Um, and then I don't know. That's a, that's always been a tough question when people ask where do you see yourself from now on. But like, because like I really don't know if that yeah. makes sense. So, but where where do I where do I want to see myself in five years? Um, like I said, successful business, um, doing other stuff as well. Um, I wanted to start um, a, a company that does concepts for like brands, if that makes sense. So um, let's say Nike's always throwing an event yeah, and they'd hit my company up and be like, Hey, we need a concept for this shoe. Then I, I'd, I'd have a team. I'd have myself. And then we'd plan like design for the, for the warehouse or the room. We do like, just like the whole concept and set design of the event. Um, that's kind of one of my main goals. And um, I don't know, just having fun with it at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to be stuck in a dead-end job, that's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, yeah, I always ask that just because, like, I hate when the, when job interviews ask you that question. Like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, yeah, not here. Oh, I don't even know where I see myself now. <laughs> Seriously, that's a tough question. Where do you see yourself in, in this next year? <laughs> <laughs> No, where do you see yourself uh, this next year um, with the line? Like, what, what do we? What can we expect from you? All right. So, um, currently, been designing the next collection for fall. Yeah. Um, just a little. Like I said, it, every collection has a little story. This one's probably the most personal out of the very few. The only other two collections, but um, yeah, this one's about growing up in the suburbs and how I loved and hated it. Um, I'm not going to say too much, but that's kind of the gist of it. That's where a lot of the inspiration comes from because growing up in where I came from, my hometown, my, the suburbs, like there's no culture whatsoever. Um, I don't know. It, it, it was just so dry. It was stale. Like yeah. 
in high school, like I was into fashion, but people would like give me weird looks or like they'll judge me just because I have like pants with zippers on it or like, yeah. you know, and then. You know my swag, not my story. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So um, because of that, um, because it was so dry, because I wasn't finding what I was looking for here, it made me even more hungry to search out for um, everything else. So because of that, um, I searched other things. That's where a lot of my inspirations come from. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the story of the collection. Going to drop that at the end of August or the first day of September for fall. And then for the future, for winter, we're going to drop another one, uh, a winter collection. Um, I'm in the super early stages of that, but that one's... What can we expect that? That one's called, it's called Mountain High. Okay. Um, Mountain High is the place me and my family used to go to like every winter break. Because have you been to Mountain High? No, I don't think It's I like Big Bear, but uh, not as like big, not as snowy. Cause like, okay. yeah, Mountain High was the first place I ever saw snow. So yeah, that collection's a little like um, a little owed to those trips with the family over there. Uh, but yeah, so two collections coming back, uh, coming to you guys this this year. So that's pretty much it. Sweet. Um, all right, so we're nearing the end, and this is one of the most important questions. What advice can you give anyone? in your shoes starting off a fashion brand or any type of business? Hmm. I think I said it earlier. That's my main, um, my main advice, just um, staying genuine and um, really doing it for the right purposes. Cause then people, cause like me as a consumer and I feel like you, you too could say as a consumer, like you, you could see if someone's really about it or yeah. if they're not like, it's, it's really easy to tell. Um, but yeah, stay genuine with it. But then also um, do your research. It's a lot of research. It's not just printing on a t-shirt and then posting it on Instagram and then just expecting sales to come in. Um, definitely a lot of YouTube, a lot of Google searches, a lot of Yelp to look for local screen printers or embroidery. Like it's, it's a lot of, in the beginning stages is probably the most frustrating part because you have so many ideas. You want to let out so many things, but you're just so limited in knowledge. So yeah, uh, definitely get your knowledge up on the business, the design process, and just everything in general. All right, everyone, you heard my man's advice. Martin, did you want to leave any of your social media handles on here? Do I have to? No, you don't have to. No, you're the brand? Oh, yeah, follow the brand. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a business marketing, but I don't like asking people to follow my personal because it's just like, I'm just a regular dude. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I'm not special. Um, but at San one juan so it's at s-a-n one j-u-a-n um i'm mad because like the actual at san juan is taken i dm the guy that owns it like he hasn't hasn't posted in like two years i dm like at least once a month i was like hey how are you doing bro i'll pay you for this well he's he's never replied to me so has he read him huh no well martin i'll let you figure that out bro um but i want to say thank you very much for being a guest on open gym I wish you and the brand nothing but success. Thank you again for being on the show. I really do appreciate it. All right, everyone. Well, that concludes the very first episode of Open Gym. If you enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed recording it, make sure you like on Spotify or anywhere that you listen to your podcast. If you want to hear more content throughout the season, make sure you subscribe.
And if you think you know someone that deserves a spot on this podcast, make sure you send them our way at OpenGymPC via Instagram. Thank you, and I'll see you next week.